Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or whether I remain absent, I should hear that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind by contending side by side for the faith of the gospel and by not being intimidated in any way by your opponents. This is a sign of their destruction, but of your salvation, a sign which is from God. For it has been granted to you not only to believe in Christ, but also to suffer for him, since you are encountering the same conflict that you saw me face and now hear that I am facing. Philippians 1, 27 through 30. I'm a huge fan of Kansas City Chiefs football. So when I found out that Netflix released a show last week called Quarterback and one of the quarterbacks featured was Patrick Mahomes, I was pumped to watch it. I've been watching an episode almost every night since it was released and it's been great. The show takes you behind the scenes of a football team. You get to see the work that goes into preparing for a Sunday game. You see the families and the sacrifices involved. You get to see the workouts and the practices. One episode was focused on the beating that quarterbacks take each week. Since the quarterback is focused on his receivers and seeing what's happening downfield, he can't allow himself to get too distracted by the four huge men that are trying to knock him down. He can't brace himself for the hits he takes. At the same time, the defensive linemen are constantly attempting to get into the quarterback's head and distract him. Even after the quarterback has thrown the ball, they will bump into him, punch him on the arm, and do everything they can think of to irritate him. In Kansas City's game against Las Vegas, it was working. There was a particularly talented defensive lineman named Max Crosby that kept getting through Kansas City's line and disrupting Patrick Mahomes' throws. Patrick got irritated and started asking the referees to call a flag for late hits, which they didn't do. Then Crosby sacked Mahomes and began flapping his arms and taunting Mahomes. And the score reflected it. Kansas City, by far the superior team, could not score. In the second quarter, the score was 17 to nothing. Las Vegas was winning. Max Crosby's tricks were working. But there was one play that changed everything. Kansas City had the ball. Max Crosby started to puncture through the line to get to Mahomes, just as he had done all night. But this time, Mahomes scrambled around him and fired a quick pass into the end zone for a touchdown. Immediately after the pass, Mahomes began jumping around the field and started screaming at Crosby, I'm here all day! I'm here all day! I'm here all day! Crosby responded by stalking over to Mahomes and jamming his face mask into the face mask of Mahomes and screaming back at him. Mahomes responded by repeatedly yelling, you woke up the wrong, and proceeded with a whole bunch of profanity. Instantly, they were both surrounded by teammates who were ready to fight, and referees were running to break up the situation. The Kansas City coach grabbed Mahomes and pulled him off to the sideline before a flag could be thrown and urged him to start calming down. But Mahomes just kept looking at Crosby and screaming, I'm here, I'm here. And thus began one of the great comebacks of the season. The situation fired up the Chiefs, and they began playing with passion again. They all stepped up their game, and they beat the Las Vegas Raiders 31-30. to The opposition that was meant to destroy them actually caused them to unite and rally, and they played their best football. In Philippians 1, 27-30, Paul is asking the Christians in Philippi to do the same thing. He's begging them to, quote-unquote, let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, and with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents. 
This is a prayer that our churches need today. I know far too many Christians who are discouraged by the state of the world. They read the newspaper and see the result of sin in the world, and it worries them. If the wrong person is elected, if the wrong law or policy is passed, they wring their hands in fear that the worst is coming. And this is the wrong reaction. Paul is saying that the actions of our opponents should motivate us, not discourage us. When we see sin and evil, it should push us to deeper unity with our brothers and sisters. When the world is screaming in our face, we dig deeper into the gospel and drive to ensure that we are playing our best football. We protect our teammates and rid ourselves of distractions. Please, brothers and sisters, do not let yourselves be discouraged or distracted by the state of the world around us. Let's focus on Christ. He's already won the game. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for my brothers and sisters in all the churches in my community and in Jasper County. Unite us. Make us one force as we engage with this world. As we see what our opponents are doing, as we see the course of sin and evil, I pray that we would be even more motivated to serve you. We place our trust in you to win this game. We are excited about your gospel. Give us strength as we serve your kingdom in this world. As we close today, just a couple questions for you. What is your response to the news and what you see in the world? And what should it be? And do you have a brother or sister in the faith that you are not unified with? And what can you do about that situation? Thanks for listening today. Join me again next week as we pray together. 